What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Days podcast. It's JFK here, as always, with Erica and Cincy Eleven, fresh back from the Cowboy Cup. Guys, how are you doing this evening? Pretty good. Uh, I am, you know, I'm well rested now. <laughs> it was a long drive, for, I guess, for Scott mainly because he, I mean, he did the first leg. And then I did the second leg all by himself, which I, you know, I followed along with him. Heck yeah. What a good place to start right at the beginning of the journey. Like lead us, lead us all the way in there. Like how, how was the weekend? How, how was the journey in? Did you get, you guys drove over there? Yeah. So I um, drove over to Memphis and dropped my car off at, um, one of those long-term parking lots at the airport and uh, Scott picked me up and yeah we uh, drove all the way to Tulsa what time did we get to Tulsa Scott was it what like one mid no it wasn't one it was like eight I think uh, I'm not sure maybe more like 11 11 30 if I'm not mistaken yeah, yeah. at night or in the morning at, at night. night at oh, night okay. and we uh <laughs> We went to um, a biker bar. <laughs> nice. Um, and um, you know there was some there were some fun things to uh, to see at that biker bar. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh i don't even i don't even should we even talk about that <laughs> i mean if it's inappropriate we can leave it up to the minds it wasn't was it like a, oh, was no, it it's, like a... it's not inappropriate at all i mean it's the town pump lounge <laughs> the uh, legend the in Tulsa. Lounge. what what is one that? of my, one of my favorite parts about it was is uh we went we actually went two nights we went the night that we got there and then we went saturday <laughs> night or no, Friday night we went We loved there. it we so there much. Thursday we went night. the second time. <laughs> and it was like the bartender's birthday the second night. And one of the, all the other bartenders were there to celebrate her birthday. And like she was hammered. So they started helping her. Oh, and like I finally yeah. asked one of the bartenders, I was like, do you guys like give the bartender the shift on her birthday? Like help her make more money or something? She's like, no. When it's your shift, you have to show up. We never close. We're always open. You have to be here. <laughs> like, so like, oh, I was like, God, dude. Coming to work there. So <laughs> it, it was, it's an interesting spot. You can um, still smoke cigarettes. They got pool tables. Um, but it's, uh, it's just, uh, they've got decent a, pool tables. It, it's a, it's an experience unlike any other. And I think that's a fair way to describe <laughs> it. Hell yeah. yeah. Whenever you're in Tulsa, <laughs> town punk lounge. Well, out. the diner we, we went to for breakfast, Mom's Diner, I believe, is what it was called. It was pretty oh, close to our hotel. Place. Yeah, that place was was delicious. So, oh, yeah. if you're ever in Tulsa, check check out Mom's Diner and the Town Pump Lounge. Ooh, excellent, excellent. So, and then. You guys were seated next to you're seated at the seats here now booth mm -hmm. with, with a couple other people and how was that? Um we were with uh Katsu and uh John, I believe. Yeah, John. Um, Josh. or Josh, Josh, Josh. Oh my god. There's like a Doug, a John, a Josh, uh -huh. a Jason. That's but okay. Yeah, I'm sure Josh, everybody understands there's a lot of people, so yeah and then lucas no, was, was helping really nice. us out as well nice yeah 
wait, oh, yeah. so Lucas Lucas was with C Tin now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, but it was good to have him there because he could watch over everything if you need to take a smoke yeah. break or whatever. So it worked yeah. out well. Nice. Nice. It's always nice to have more than one person at the booth. I know that was nice at the DGC Cup when we could just like, you know, if you wanted to go do something, you could. Yeah, for sure. It was interesting how the waves of people came through. We were in the uh, indoor section, which you couldn't smoke. So it it was, I wonder, I think it, it might not have been the worst thing just because the people that were looking to buy seeds, all the seed people for the most part were in, in, in that indoor area. So, it, you know, it seemed like people were making their rounds and it wasn't like our over, like I never felt overwhelmed like there's too many people there. Hell yeah. Was it like, uh, so was it like, was there a lot of, I guess were there a lot of uh, like big vendors, like nutrient companies and light companies and stuff like that? Or was it all like cult? Was there like a bunch of different like commercial facilities, like private stuff? What was the, what was the main like who who were the people that were there competing? Man, it was up and down the board. Um, I didn't see any like lighting companies or nutrient companies necessarily. There might have been a nutrient company, but I'm pretty set my ways there, so I might have just looked past it. But um, I did see some other seed companies that were there. There was one that was selling seeds that are made in Amsterdam, which you might have saw on the Instagram live. I was like, hey man, buy your seeds in America, made in America, and nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> um i do want to sh shout out kind of way farms was there and they hooked us up with a, a t-shirt and some beans as well and we got to chat out with them for a while we got to see them you you met them uh jeff cat the dgc cup uh last year or maybe the year before so it was cool to see them cats and then all kinds of commercial growers there was a guy that had to build a bong thing where you could build like a 12 foot bong if you wanted to um there's people selling arts and crafts yeah, it's like the twelve foot bong, plastic yeah. ones, and you put pieces of it together. So, so that like, was pretty cool. We, we got these that, things called. Go ahead. I'm sorry. How is that ergonomic? Like, I don't how, know. how are I you going to smoke out of it with it there's being no, twelve that's feet? Too much. Your lungs can't. I don't. How do your lungs fit that much of smoke? I don't know if that's even possible. But I mean, I, had a four, I sure would try. I had. Did a you say you had a full foot bong? Yeah, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still at the trailer, so technically, I mean, it's still my trailer, oh, I guess. I so I still one. have a four foot ball, <laughs> but you have to like, uh, you have to like tilt it and light it, like you know, you have right, to like tilt it backwards to light it. It's a, and I got like some monkey arms too, and I have a really hard time doing it myself. <laughs> I too have but, monkey arms. Nevertheless, they had they had these things, which um, you know, I I don't know if. You know that was in my bag the other day or not, but they didn't. They didn't know what it was. So you can see this is. Um, I think they call them turbo. What do they call America? Do you remember? Like the it's like a hundred percent THC. Yeah, turbo sticks, and it's a hundred percent THC, and you put it inside your joint or your blunt or whatever, and it's uh, it just gives it a nice little boost. But it kind of looks like I, a I am gonna pick. say, I am gonna say, like I am a fan, like. Uh, we, oh, we, me too. We had a few of these. I asked the lady if I could buy some from her. She gave me another one. So that was nice of her. <laughs> but those things are pretty cool. The turbo sticks. Um, there's there's all kinds of you know, different vendors there. So if you're, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to compare it to anything else. It wasn't nearly as big as like the High Times Cannabis Cup, but it was much larger than the DGC Cup. 
and like the crowd was very similar like just a very eclectic crowd all types of people from all walks of life Nice, nice, nice. But the people that were competing were actually like commercial facilities. It wasn't any like home growers or anything like that. It was just uh like our medical I'm... facilities, I guess. Because that's what it is in Oklahoma, correct? It's medical. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty it's sure medical. that's yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You know, I'm not gonna be able to look at the current moment with my Wi Fi situation, but it seemed okay. to me like it was it was all the, the commercial growers and I mean, I if you go to the Instagram, I took a bunch of Instagram live. I think I got almost every bud on our Instagram, and I tried to go slow. I mean, my slow is probably not very slow, but I was trying to take my time to look <laughs> so y'all could see it. But I, I couldn't stop watching the first like thirty seconds of that Instagram live video you guys the other day. Eric is stepping in front of the camera. <laughs> that's right the uh, live oh <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah no so i was just faffing about and like <laughs> scott was like scott was just like oh fuck this i'm getting out of here <laughs> <laughs> this woman <laughs> fucking obnoxious oh that's awesome though. I mean, you guys it sounds like you are able to meet a whole bunch of cool people. Were you able to like I guess you wouldn't have been able to since it's medical, you wouldn't have really been able to um try any of the weed, but were you able to like uh did they have anything like laid out or like could you like could you see what was what what was being compete what what i get that makes no sense does it <laughs> could you see the uh was there did they have the contestants weed laid out anywhere where you could go and like look at it or like did you just have to like guess and believe that they were judging appropriately so so that you know they did have so they did have it on display but like you wouldn't be able to like i don't think that any of the contestants like actually had well no there was that one contestant that had didn't he have like a bag full of bud in one of those jars with like a magnifying glass you know on top of it oh i haven't seen those in a i can't remember he came over to the <laughs> booth yeah, like, answer... uh... go ahead oh no to answer your question we weren't allowed to actually buy anything um there were dab bars and things like that where you could try but like flour it seemed like there were enforcement officers all over the place mm. so they were risking their license if they were giving away things so yeah i oh, think yeah. there's i think there's like some something in the law if it's under a certain amount they might be able to give it away but we weren't really able to actually try any of the the, the flour that's in there that that is what i would say is like my thing is like okay have your judges but like maybe you require you require double the entry so that at the cup the people can actually put in their their vote as well and then you combine the two and go from there but you the problem with that is is like you got to make sure people don't know what the actual number is to make mm -hmm. that work i would say and that was something they brought up in that podcast the uh what was the one called that's kind of <laughs> oklahoma based erica that we listened to with the two girls yeah yeah, the the cannabis hangout. The, they the were there. Hangout. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that was cool. And there were some podcasts there too. There was like a two or three podcasts. Adam Dunn show was there as well. Adam Adam Dunn himself. 
Yeah, he was there. Uh, the wow. other dude, I don't, I don't know Very all the cool. characters as much, but we were listening to to their show, and their show is pretty cool. I was like laughing, like the whole little like banter and dynamic they have within the group. Oh it's man, very, it's, you know, it's, it reminds me of so DGC. Funny. Yeah, dude, they're so funny. They really are so funny. I love their banter. It's like uh, I love I love his like his work too. That was like uh, some of the first stuff I grew was like the TH seeds bubble gum and the M the MK Ultra Bubble was a one to one that I grew and it was insane weed. Like I would give it out to people and they would uh, you know what you call it they would like I wouldn't tell them it was a one to one and they would smoke it and it that weed got you more stoned than almost any other weed that like that i've that i've grown it was insane and it was oh, like yeah. it couldn't have been more than you know like and, and i grew multiple ones i didn't get it tested but it you know even if it wasn't fully one two one whatever was in it worked that's pretty interesting you say that because i was talking to mid michigan uh yesterday about the cup and everything and he was like Man, Adam Dunn, he's like, that's where we got the Burmese Kush from. He's like, if I got to meet him, I would just, like, shake his hand, look him right in the eye, and tell him, thank you for that. It's, like, the best cut of weed or best weed he's ever had, he said. <laughs> yeah, <Burmese> man. <laughs> Seriously, he said, I can't find it. I've been looking for it forever. He said, I really wish I could find that Burmese Kush again. Man. Yeah. We'll have to, you have to reach out next time Next time we run into him at, a, at an event. We'll have to remember that. Yeah, well, hopefully, maybe somebody hears it and might might have a source for it. You know, if it's that good, I would imagine <laughs> it's, it might still be floating around out there. You know, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, hopefully, you never know these days, man. But um, anyway, did you, so? How was you said you 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 got to hit the the dab bar? Did you try? Did you get to try any of the uh, any of the good yeah. or any any so of the crazy stuff? Like I believe Scott actually went to went to Doug and um John's booth. Um oh, there were these two Doug and John yeah, two, sound like winner guys. Yeah, Doug and John. <laughs> well they're, yeah, they're, they're super, super super nice guys. They sound they're yeah, both like veterans who who like need medical cannabis, but they have nice. kind of lung issues. And I guess the safest way to use it is obviously concentrates and the concentrate device that they had had it cooled to negative 40 degrees. And oh, right. Nice. I remember I, I walked up and he was showing me and everything. He's like, do you want to try it? And I'm like, well, man, I don't want to get you in trouble. He's like, I, I don't have my Oklahoma medical card. He's like, I don't give a fuck. And I was like, all right, bro. So I tried it. And uh, it was, I was definitely feeling pretty good there for a little while afterwards. So it was a cool device. Oh, I mean, it, it took up like a lot like it w you wouldn't really be able to travel with it it reminded me like I'm trying to think of what i could like a like a, a microscope it was about the size of a microscope you had had in high school if that makes any sense it's probably about yeah. the size of the thing but if you know maybe, somebody, maybe a little bigger yeah maybe a little uh, bigger or, or, or more of like area of space that it takes yeah but if you, it, bulky if you know somebody that has like a lung you know a lung issue that enjoys oh, cannabis or you know, yeah. that it, you know, it seemed to make a lot of sense to me to maybe that would be something that, you know, you would want to recommend uh, to somebody, that you know, might have that, you know, those types of issues. And even if you don't, if you're trying to use cannabis in the cleanest form and like what's easiest on your lungs, I was wondering, I was like, well, is negative 40 good for your lungs. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. 
afterwards. Right. But you can come up he, here he, and get I negative mean, forty whenever you when, want. I mean, when you hit it, you know, it isn't it isn't insanely cold. It's just it's no. nice and cool and. It doesn't seem yeah. like, you know, it doesn't seem like negative 10 degree air that you would be breathing in if you're outside, <laughs> I guess. Be hacking up a lung. It's supposed to be minus 20 here tomorrow. Ooh. Lovely. I love that for you. It's, it's... it's 45 degrees where I'm at right now, but it's actually humid, <clears throat> so it feels pretty good here in Alpharetta, Georgia. Alpharetta. Alpharetta, Georgia. Nice, yeah, dude. I love, yeah. I love Georgia. The people here are sweet, really nice. I have. I hear the food's really good. Oh, Georgia! Everything about it's amazing. You gotta go to the Bar City if you drive through Atlanta. Just gotta try. Did you say it's the Bar like the City? Food. Yeah, but it's not like the food's really good, but it's just like something you gotta experience. It'd be yeah. first thing that comes to mind when I think of Atlanta. Luckily, in the hotel that I that I teach and I'm staying at tonight, there's a Waffle House like right in the parking lot, so I know I'm going for lunch yeah. tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. So I won't. I, uh, I won't be drunk going to the Waffle House, but. You know. I mean, I I love a Waffle they have House. Good they have good chicken <laughs> sandwiches. Just saying, Texas chicken bacon <laughs> sandwich, no onion. Oh man, I used to love Waffle House at two o'clock in the morning. There's nothing better. For sure. Um, speaking of Waffle House, if uh, you know, if any one of our listeners are in Covington, Kentucky, at some point. They should definitely go to the Anchor Grill because it's just as good as the Waffle House. Uh-huh. Is it Maybe back open? Better. Is it oh, back it's open? Been a... Yeah, yeah, it's been open. Well, I guess they uh, did shut down for a bit, but they're... yeah, they're open. They're open. All right, I thought it looked like it was open when I drove past there today. I was like, cool. I mean, last Please time I went, it was dusty time. as fuck. But I, the food I, I would attest. I mean, it, it it is really good breakfast food. <laughs> And yeah. it says they never. Their their tagline is some. Sometimes we made does, but we never close. That's our tagline. So I think it's awesome. <laughs> nice. Sometimes you made does, Anchor but girl. we never close. <laughs> Anchor girl. That's uh, awesome. So uh, it, some some other things I thought about the Cowboy Cup that were, that were really cool. There was plenty of space um, that you never felt like crowded at all, um, which was awesome. And uh, also, there's plenty of restrooms. There was plenty of concessions. There was plenty of food. You didn't have to wait very long to get food. Um, and there were some pretty up. cool, like, booth experiences. And just overall, like, everybody there was friendly, from the people that would check you in to, like, anybody else that you interacted with throughout the event. So um, the music, I would say my only complaint was that music tent. <laughs> the music was way too loud like because they oh. also had vendor booths in there so like from a safety perspective i kept thinking to myself i need to get these people some earplugs they're not gonna be able to hear next week it's not good i mean it was that loud inside of there but i did get to try some concentrates i'm not sure what they were that katsu had um shout out to katsu seeds oh, and yeah. you're growing the platinum root beer or you sent the picture so he pulls out a, a pack I'm of the platinum root beer and, and toss it to Erica. So Erica may be growing the platinum root beer. Oh, dude, it is so good. I had, I grew, I popped two seeds of it. Both of them, like in veg, they got this stem rub smell of like sarsaparilla. It was crazy. And then like, as they developed, 
I think that I'm going to wash one and see how it washes because it didn't necessarily pull that flavor through. But the other one that I've been smoking on, it tastes like, like a, like a creamy glass of root beer. It is out of control. <laughs> like... so, so you like this story a little bit. I'm like asking him because I'm trying to pick his brain. Like I finally like, like when we get to the second day, we're just kind of like, Nobody's standing around. He's got his list there. I was like, bro, can I check out your list? I've never even looked at it yet. He's like, yeah, sure. So I'm like, what's this Katsu Bubba Kush? And he's like, he was like all dumbfounded because I had no idea. But apparently back in the old school forms, he was the he, one. He that has got... like, he has like the, the pre-98 Bubba. Like he is the guy. Right. Right. Like... So somehow, somehow it became known the Katsu Bubba Kush. And then like he said that he's been planning for this forever. And like he was telling me like his process and what he does and how he does. And I mean, one of the coolest dudes I've ever met in the industry for sure. And he was like, just totally cool to hang out with uh, Erica and him. We're having a pretty good time as well. I think. Um, so <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like, like, I don't we know how you say that. Like, like, like-minded people. Would that be the right for way sure. to say it? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, yeah. uh, I have his number, JFK. So if you if you want to try anything else, you said just to uh, oh, reach out to him. I'm sure he'd be man. willing to do that. So he, he was so really cool. cool. And then Josh from La Plata was awesome. Um, it was just like really cool to see like one. He's like the legend. Like he's like the guy. Him and James Bean used to go to all these shows together and like seeing how they do things. Like I got ideas from him that we're going to incorporate into the next show and like. Just oh, like yeah. his whole overall vibe and like how nice he was to Erica and same with Katsu. Like everybody was yeah. super nice to Erica. Everybody, it, yeah. <laughs> they all thought we were married, which I thought I mean, was interesting. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Like... Scott had to Scott had to tell a few people that yeah, we were not married. Well, <laughs> on that topic. So when Eric and I would like walk <laughs> around together in, in the show. <laughs> She, she finally started to put on her like what do you call that thing um the my fanny, fanny pack, pack. My yeah, but she put it around her shoulders and it's like a rainbow fanny pack so like it was like her her, her like shield so people would stop hitting on her but like when yeah. she didn't have her shield on i was like is this what it's like for you constantly like every 10 steps there was some dude hitting on her it was absolutely crazy i, I was like I must was be difficult so- must be tough must be tough I was stuffing my face with a burger, like outside, and like a group of guys approach me and they're like, "What up, player?" And I'm like, "What? What player am I on?" Oh, I was propositioned. It was really weird. Oh man! And like, oh, that people kept asking if I was way to make Native American and. Uh, like no i'm actually i'm a descendant of eric the red and he's probably pillaged and plundered your Uh (laughs) your ancestors my bad (laughs) well the english book for sure probably with the english people right oh yeah (laughs) that's funny (laughs) i mean i believe it so you guys say were you there for you were just there Friday and Saturday. Was it all weekend or? We left about six o'clock on Saturday. So like right before they were starting to get into the award show. Um, yeah. Which is kind okay. of a bummer. We were trying to get back for the Bengals game. So 
we made it back for that, which is cool. Uh, we have now JB6 instead of JB9, and JB6 might even be better. It's looking like so far, but nobody nobody shoot me in Cincinnati. Uh, I love Joe Bird <laughs> and everything, but this Jake Browning can play. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a good development. If you're oh, a yeah. fan, who day? Huh. Who day? <laughs> I don't know the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, anything? Uh, anything? You guys have anything else exciting happen, or you just like you you made it out of there, made it out of there all good? We or? made we made it out of that in one piece. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Another thing that 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 happened was cool. Was I got to meet the national sales rep from Elevate Seeds, and he's telling me that there are some shows coming up in Ohio, one in Columbus, one in Cleveland that he's going to be at. And he was really generous. He's like, man, you can, like, if you want any of these beans to work with, you know, just take whatever you want. I'm like, man, I really wish I could. And that's very tempting. But, like, I have more projects in the works and I don't even know what to do with at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. So, but I just thought that was really nice. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody is that generous. And it Mm -hmm, just kind of of reminded me, like, what's cool about this business is not only do the people that we were working with at the booth, like – offer for us to to have whatever we wanted and but i met a lot of people that were the same way and then you know just how you know cool the people were that i did get to hang out with from the commercial growers in oklahoma they just seem like they're really passionate about the plant kind of like we are i think so that was that was sweet that's awesome it's always nice to to get in contact with like-minded people and it's weird because you know you don't with with cannabis at least you don't really like you know it's difficult to go to the to the store and you don't really you don't just run into somebody that is like a fellow grower that understands like the struggles and the the enjoyment of of growing your own and enjoying your own weed you know so it's it's always fun to get out and to 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 talk to other people that that do that you know that was that's like one of the funnest things about working the booth is that like our little like like we got it down now like you remember how we were trying to refine our craft at the dgc cup like all right where are you from hi i'm scott and like you'd introduce them and like now i got a way to remember their names so i got that i got that little trick out of my head and then on top of that then we start asking them like what do you like to grow you know what i mean it just goes from there but like i had one guy that i got i don't have the flower anymore it's confiscated but he pulls out his jars and he's got these like jet black jars, you know, that are designed to be completely <laughs> smell proof and no light hits the bud. I was just fucking serious. And that was some of the best bud. Like as soon as as soon as I smelled the jar, it reminded me of like when I was there at Swamp Cat's house and he let me smell the upstate cush. I was like, Man, just smelling that makes me feel like I'm high. You know what I mean? Like it was just <laughs> meeting people like that who take us to a whole nother level to like the old lady that's like, I just grow whatever I can, honey. And, and you know, that that was awesome. You know, we, I, I gave away so many seeds to grandmas like that. There was a ton of grandmas there. It was sweet. And then, um, you know, just... We just need to use that different... sound bite, by the way. <laughs> Scott saying that. I will. Oh, my well, impression. Like, I got did all you, we're did you say that. that, like, did you say that you had, you got some of that wheat got confiscated? Like, well, what happened? Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
All right, so allegedly, maybe when we were in Oklahoma, my uh, travel companion might have spilled some weed under my chair, <laughs> which we we both forgot about under the passenger seat. Oh. In all fairness, we both forgot about it, and so <laughs> I, I, my I traveled over a million miles in America, and you know, been you know a little jar, a, a card carrying member of the Jar Club. Never smoking joints in my car unless you know, like I forget my jar or something, and I have to go buy cones. But for the most part, like making sure that my car doesn't smell like weed. Yeah. So I'm driving through Indiana. I get through Indianapolis. It's on Interstate 74. Um, I'm going, I got my cruise set at 76, which is kind of light. I'm normally like 78 to 80. But I was like, Indiana, maybe I should just keep it down a notch or whatever. So anyway, I see a cop. I'm coming around a bend. I click it down to 72. And then I immediately see him back out because he was faced the other way. And I'm like, fuck, he's pulling me over. So, I mean, he was pretty quick. Like, so I got... I got my pipe and everything into the, my jar, put it into the console, open my windows, turn on the lights. Throw it out the every... window. <laughs> it that's, it should have been, that's not what that's gone. not what smelled like. So anyway, yeah, but you can smell, but if there's nothing there, well, let me finish. So <laughs> he um he comes nothing he comes up finished. to the window, license and registration. I give him my license and registration. He's like, I'm gonna have to ask you to get out of the vehicle, and I'm like, okay. So I get out of the vehicle and he's like, you come back here to the car with me. I need you to sit in the front seat. And I'm like, all right, sir, no problem. So I did that and I get in there and he's like, well, I'm just going to be honest with you. Your car like reeks of marijuana and I'm going to have to go ahead and read your Miranda rights. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And he goes, are you going to talk to me? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if I should. I mean, you know, I, what, what is there to talk about it? And he goes, well, if you're going to talk to me, you're going to talk to me. If not, then you know, I'm going to handcuff you. And I'm like, well, I think it's probably better if I just have an attorney then if that's, you know, your approach is the way I kind of looked at it. So he tells me, it was like, well, you're going to get out of the vehicle and I'm going to handcuff you. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I get out of the vehicle. He handcuffs me. He he wasn't a total, I mean, I've been, I've been arrested a few times. So I've been handcuffed like a lot more worse of a fashion. He was nice about it, but he put, he could have let me have my hands in front. You know what I mean? regardless i have to sit there like basically like straight up like this with my hands behind my back for like 40 minutes while they tear apart my car like they go through my car and the first thing he finds is my jar and he's all excited and it's like i got like maybe seven grams of weed in there um sorry bro from oklahoma your weed was awesome i did get to smoke some of it but now the uh, indiana police have it or the sheriffs in montgomery county um, he pulls that out, and then he, I have that box of seeds for multiverse. Like, I keep them in the cab just so they don't get too cold or whatever. And he comes out with that, and he's excited. And then his, well, his boys come up. So the Indiana State Police shows up, and then the K-9 Sheriff shows up. So he's all pumped up. He's like, oh, my God, you, i never seen this many cannabis seeds in my entire life. That's what he's saying. I'm like, because there's like 60 packs of seeds, right? So then they start going through all my shit and like, basically I have like for my other job, I have to make a schedule and Eric has seen the spreadsheet before I do it on a spreadsheet most of the time now, but in the past, like if I'm, you know, flying or don't have access to the spreadsheet, I can kind of like write out what the cities are. I kind of know what the schedule is and I just write it out on an envelope or a piece of paper. 
Well, I had one of those envelopes in my thing and the guy comes up, um, you know, like one of the Indiana State police guy, he keeps looking at it and he's going back and forth with the guy. They're talking about this thing for like five minutes. They go through my checkbook. They take my uh, Bose headphones um, and I have one of the headphones, but now all of a sudden the um, actual like case for my Bose headphones and one of the headphones is missing. So I don't know what that was all about. So I kind of feel like they destroyed my property um, and just made a mess of my whole entire car. They tested my Velo, those little Velo tobacco things, because I guess it looks like powder inside of the thing. And then oh, he yeah. throws, oh my god! After yeah. after, yeah. after he takes that, like puts all those chemicals inside of it, he throws it back in my car. And I'm like, well, that that was probably pretty stupid. You know, like, why would you do that? Like, if you're putting chemicals into my tobacco and you're going to throw it right back in my car. So I feel like I feel like I was lucky. I'm not going to say why on the podcast for just asking for an attorney. And I'm going to recommend people do that. Like, I think I could have probably talked my way out of it. And after this is all over, I'll tell you why I think I'm lucky for not because I would have been honest and if I would have been honest, they may have found things that would have been a worse charge than what they actually found, I guess is what I'm trying to say without saying it. So it was unfortunate. They didn't, I, I was very professional, nice and respectful, but they treated me like I was some kind of like drug addict degenerate. And that was very frustrating and, and they destroyed my property. So I, I didn't, I didn't really care for that too much. And, um, I never was asked if I had a medical card, but once I asked for an attorney, I realized like I was probably better not even to bring it up. Hopefully that'll help me in the long run. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was, uh, I, I was lucky. I will say this. I'll give the cop credit. I asked him, I said, Hey man, um, you know, before you take my car, my phone and my wallet are in there. I was like, is there any way that you could grab that out of there for me? And he said, we'll talk about it. And he, he, they didn't take me to jail. They just kept me in the vehicle for 40 minutes handcuffed. So it wasn't like, I mean, I was arrested because I wasn't able to do, you know, what I would normally do, how I wanted to do it. But I didn't actually have to go to jail this time. So I guess I'll give him credit for that. But it seemed to me like I'm glad we're talking about it on the podcast, because if you're driving through Indiana from Ohio, like it seemed to me like they were there they were waiting for this like this like like I think you saw the Ohio plates and was like all over it and I guess like it, like he was very excited about it like this was his first one if that makes any sense like there's going to be more for them so like if you're leaving Ohio or Michigan going into Indiana I don't know what the outcome's going to be I haven't talked to an attorney quite yet um just Make sure that they, like, you know, you know, vacuum your car out, get it clean, put an air freshener in. I stopped at the pilot. I got like a, a air freshener that's like this fucking tall now that has smells like a pine tree. Um, and then, you know, when just don't just don't smoke. Like if you're going through these prohibition land states at all. I mean, I wasn't high. I didn't get cited for being high. I mean, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't get cited for smoking or anything like that or even speeding. I, and I will say this. I have never been pulled over for going 76 in a 70. So I feel like this is just a targeted thing that's going to happen to us now when we drive through Indiana. If you live in Ohio, just be really careful. I mean, it's unfortunate, but if they can collect, you know, a couple thousand dollars for their local attorney and, you know, a thousand dollars in court costs, whatever it's going to be, that's a big money maker for them. Oh, that's just shitty. Yeah. Well, that sucks, man. At least you are 
back home and or you know not not in jail and hopefully hopefully you get everything back that is that is super lame it is that is good to know you know everybody make sure that you're paying attention and you're being careful because it makes sense you know indiana's got like you said michigan's right there and ohio's fresh you know ohio is we're a week a week into people being able to pop seeds so they're gonna be they're gonna be like half chub all over the place for for people from ohio coming through yeah i don't know i mean i would imagine that might be something that you have to, to worry about i mean i blame myself because I remembered spilling it and I remembered I should probably vacuum it out my car. I just think it was like, I even told the cop, I was like, I, I wouldn't be here, but one of my employees called in sick. Like they didn't want to teach this class. So I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, really? He's like, you're serious. I'm like, I'm dead serious, man. And like, I, that's why I kind of feel like maybe I should have talked to him because I feel like if I would have talked to him, he might've been a lot cooler, but I think, that like i think he was trying to set me up if i talked to him you know what i mean like make it worse it so, sounds like uh yeah I, 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 all the advice it. i've ever been given is is like usually the cops aren't your friends so if you know that you know you might have something that's going to get you in trouble just ask for an attorney because they may do things too that like ruin their case in the process just by you shutting up true true well anyway I think that uh, after that, we've had nice talk about the Cowboy Cup and news of Scott's or news of Cincy's exploits in Indiana. I think that that's a great place for us to uh, to call it an evening, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming it? out. Yeah, thanks for coming out again. You got anything to say to the people? Uh, I want to tell the people to like and subscribe <laughs> and obviously join us again next week oh yeah yeah i have a few things to talk about um first i want to thank uh james from seats here now again for having us out at the uh cowboy cup and uh everybody out there for being so cool uh also um i have a mystery kush drop um, that I have in the first week of flower, it's definitely starting to uh, uh, flourish. Um, and a few other from that skunk hunt that I have, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about. So if you have any of those test beans, um, we're going to be taking those down here uh, at the end of the year. Um, if you would like some, please hit us up on the Discord uh, so I can get them out to you. But after the first of the year, all those are going to be coming down. So um, we might not have any test beans for a while. So if you're in the test and stuff, let us know. And uh, thanks, everybody, for checking out the podcast and uh, for growing our gear and believing in us here at Easy Days. Oh, yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Have you a too. great night.